Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. DMVR Fantasy Podcast. Andre Simone, Justin Michael, Kale Sorbo here behind, uh, in front of a table is actually how Kale Sorbo is appearing to us. But that is irrelevant right now. What is relevant is, uh, doesn't matter if you're in fantasy contention or your season's been over for a couple weeks. This was a rough week for all stars like Aaron Rodgers, like Derek Henry, um i mean potentially out for the year at least for a couple weeks some really uh you know quality wide receivers obviously the tragic henry rugg situation going on and just injuries and uh covid suspensions bye weeks it is a mess out there and it really is a mess for everyone there's no one who is safe from this and uh that's really what we're going to dedicate this podcast to in a lot of ways, it's going to be a little late and hard to attack the waiver wire this week outside of maybe Jeremy McNichols, who only had seven carries as Derrick Henry's backup all season. or going after Adrian Peterson, who, um, you know, it's been a minute. Uh, you're not going to have a ton of options. So this week, we're really going to focus more heavily on streaming options at all positions, ways to put a Band-Aid here, Band-Aid there, survive through this stretch while your guys get healthy while you find some people to be more stable kind of gap fillers uh going forward and get back on that train so you can contend for your fantasy title at the end of the day um so let's start this off let's start this off with uh with quarterbacks but first fellas how's uh how's everything going how's everyone's fantasy team doing 
Doing okay, got through the buys on a little bit of a losing streak in one of my leagues. Decided to go rebuild in my dynasty league, but my main league, I'm six and three, just six and two, just still kicking. Okay. We're doing okay. okay. Number one seed right now, we'll see. Tough couple weeks though. It, uh, you know, everything was smooth sailing and now you've got two losses. What happened there? You know, the uh, one by week hell. And yeah, uh, right, I had right. a really tough loss one of those weeks. I honestly am not as good as my record shows. Mm. I've got about an even points for and points against, but I've gotten some lucky breaks in some big moments. How about you? Um, I lost Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry this week. Uh, so tough. that's about 55 to 60 points a week just out the window. Uh, yeah. So this, this is a very timely podcast for me um we can talk about what i did to fill those gaps which was essentially just add the players that are taking over and we'll see how that works out for me but i i do like jordan love at least going up against this chief's defense i mean it's not like they've stopped anyone i've seen jordan love up up and close you know i covered him when he was at utah state he throws a nice deep ball i mean he's a guy that can stretch the field on you i'm, I'm really interested to see what this kind of week looks like and how it impacts my fantasy season and how it impacts Aaron Rodgers future in Green Bay and all kinds of stuff. Couple things excite me about Jordan Love. There's no tape out on him and with high-end prospect guys, he was a first-round pick. Usually that helps. Um and number 2, I don't think it's that hard to tell a guy in practice for a couple weeks, "Hey, throw it Daniel Sorensen. You'll complete passes." I don't think that's that hard. Yeah, I mean, that matchup against the Chiefs is extremely intriguing. You look at what Daniel Jones was able to do, a guy who in a lot of ways has a, a comparable skill set, I would say, to Jordan Love, right? Like He's mobile, incons yeah. Inconsistent, but like good frame, can move around, can take those checkdowns, can threaten you deep from time to time, at least on a go route, you know, um, can, can let your guy high point it. He is extremely intriguing, and I'm glad you brought him up first because he really is uh, the guy. But if we want to go with the route of you don't have to um, – there's not much of a game plan to go off of. There's not much tape. P.J. Walker would be very intriguing here. The, the upside with his legs, pace. as we've talked about, is kind of yeah, nice too. Exactly. The upside with his legs is very nice. The concerns the Patriots, who I think have sneakily done a good job of uh, game planning for quarterbacks like Prescott in that impressive uh, Cowboys near loss uh, this last week against Herbert. Um, I thought they did very well. And, you know, I think P.J. Walker is going to have a, a rough time against that Patriots defense. So I'd probably opt for Jordan Love uh, between those two. But you're right. You do want to zero in on guys who can move. That's the beauty of these streaming options at quarterback. You do have some mobility here. Yeah, for sure. I like a lot, Jets a lot of superstar great Mike streaming White. options. Mike White, not bad at all. I uh, Last week, I was torn between Cooper Rush and Mike White. I went out on a limb, started Cooper Rush, but Mike White actually... Uh, just as good, if not better. Yards. Yeah, it was outstanding. It was outstanding. AFC West Player of the Week. Western Kentucky, man. They they sling it around there. You know that, Justin. So I do. I, so maybe this is this is off topic. I remember like two and a half. Maybe this was three and a half years ago, before his senior season, where everything just like fell apart. There was like 
random buzz around Mike White as a first round quarterback that like happened. And then like, obviously he was horrible his senior year and it never materialized into anything, but maybe we're seeing some of that. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, he's not terrible. It's uh it's the short week that's going to scare you. And it's having to make the decision within the next. That's what scared me off. Hour. I originally signed Mike White and then went back on it and, and signed Jordan Love instead. Well, and it I mean, it could be one that I regret, but I just I like the matchup a lot better the more I thought about it going against the Chiefs, and I like I like his playmakers better. I mean, I know they're missing Tanyan, but oh. still got Devontae Adams on the field, still got Aaron Jones on the field. That's better than anybody that Mike White is playing with in the in New York. What I kind of like about Mike White this week, though, is the defensive style matchup sort of suits well to what we saw last week. They play a lot of the too high shell trying to take away explosive plays in Indianapolis. That's sort of their bread and butter. And then they really rely on their linebackers, which are really athletic, to just kind of make holes and keep stuff underneath. What I like about that is Mike White last week, the Bengals play a very similar style with those too high shells. And Mike White just took what was in front of him. He wasn't trying to hunt. He was like, look, I'm a limited quarterback. I'm going to take that. A lot of five yards, a lot of 10 yards, a lot of couple yards with some yak here or there. I mean, I think half of his yards came after after the catch last week. And so if he's able to do that against a defense that plays really similarly and has some holes, it's those really key positions. I don't love their corners and I don't, don't love the containment on their edge in Indianapolis. I think he yeah. might be able to get some of those easy yards the same way he was last week. Mm. That's astute analysis. I like it. Kale yeah. bringing the heat. No, I mean that's really great. You wonder if the Colts will let them let them cook like that, though, or if they start to press a little more, try to take a little more of that space and force him to go over the top. Um, Colts defense, I think, is half decent. I'm intrigued by Tyrod. I actually think Tua versus Tyrod, though it doesn't sound like Tyrod's been cleared to play, but it hasn't been confirmed that he'll be the starter. Um, I would assume with just the difference in performance from the Texans and drop-off since Tyrod Taylor has left, Davis Mills has really not kept them in games. But I think Tua quietly doing a little more than what people might be giving him credit for. Everyone, of course, being really down on him. But, you know, 22 points against Jacksonville, 26 against Atlanta, 12 against Buffalo isn't great. They've been thrown for damn near 40 pass attempts per game every game and this should be one of the few where the dolphins uh you know you'd assume keep anyone will be on the field. like he has nobody to throw to outside of Jaseki. do you know yeah. who i like better than tua Good this point. week if we're going down the limited arm path with no athletic upside trevor simeon at atlanta i like way better than i like tua interesting i actually thought you were gonna say teddy bridgewater <laughs> i was like whoa bro that's uh kind of harsh um (laughs) but like against the cowboys right only way the broncos are gonna hang is by putting up some points um i think for the most part those are the names that are gonna be out there you could dabble with the browns some leagues you will see baker case keenum there that's gonna be an intriguing matchup against the bengals so they're certainly dealing with a ton of injuries at Maybe the skill Gino's possession. Still, I don't know. Right. So Gino, Gino's also still in the mix. Yeah, go ahead, Ken. So Justin, you picked 
obviously you decided Jordan Love to fill this hole. If you had to fill your quarterback hole this week, Dre, who would you go with on the streaming option as your number one? It is between Jordan Love and probably Tyrod at this point, who, you know, 23 points in this first game that gets injured on the second um, and you're playing a, a lowly Dolphins team, but without having the certainty that he will be on the field, uh, I guess I too would go with the unknown and Jordan Love. I will say this. If I feel really good about my team and I need a slightly safer option, I'd go Jordan Love, maybe even Mike White, Tyrod. Um, Teddy can work. If I need a little more of a roll of the dice, I need to make some moves. Tua, PJ Walker might be more of my vibe. Let so, me ask you guys this one real quick because I'm in a league that has two quarterbacks, so I got to start. I got to start another one, and that now comes down to Matt Ryan or Teddy Bridgewater. Neither option of which I love, but I think both are probably better than anything I could pick up off the street. Teddy, I would probably go because I think the Broncos are going to be playing from behind, so they're going to have to throw a lot. Matt Ryan, this Saints secondary is playing out of their mind right yep. now. Yep, That's where I'm at, too. Yep. It just feels so counterintuitive to play any, I mean, really any Broncos right now with the way that the offense has been, but totally. I think you're right. They're, they're going to have to throw, so fantasy wise might be able to sneak you know a 20 25 point week out so the way i look at this like quarterback thing is when i'm streaming i'm not looking to replace one for one production because that's not going to happen course, i'm yes. trying to fill production across my whole lineup afloat, yeah. so i'm probably actually looking for a floor play at qb where i know okay you're gonna have this many points so that's why i'm probably a safer bet going with someone like trevor i would think where he's going to get those completions. You know the raw offense is going to be run. It's going to be easy, and he's going to put up – he might not have the upside of a 30-point week like a Jordan Love would have, but you know he's going to put 15. And then I'd look at streaming a defense I really, really like and maybe adding someone in my flex that I feel like I can get some upside out. Maybe play for an upside pick with my bench in my flex spot to try and raise that, to try and bring all of that up, and actually play for more of a floor play than a ceiling play at my quarterback position. I think that I mean makes a lot that's of a sense. Way right? to go about it. Yeah, that's really yeah. not a bad way to go about. It. I'd go Teddy all day. That Saints defense terrifies me. Uh, mad credit to Dennis Allen, who's doing the Dallas great pass job rush there. worries me though with no Garrett Bowles. Here's Seth Dieter with a comment. He asked, uh, "What should I do about Aaron Rodgers?" And he, then he said, uh, "He picked up Taysom Hill." Um, I'm not sure Taysom's going to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, that's gutsy there, and. I, I think you've got some safer safer options out there, Seth. Um, so, any of the quarterbacks we talked about, I like that play better than Taysom Hill. Absolutely, including Mike White, who uh, seems crazy, but like he's starting in an hour, and I, I don't think that's insane. Um, <laughs> what is definitely not insane is uh, taking all this knowledge on these lowly middling NFL quarterbacks that we just laid down for you taking it to the DraftKings Sportsbook, and applying it to all the phenomenal props, odds, uh, SGPs, uh, regular parlays you have. You have it all. 
as a sports fan, football fan, and obviously they're the leaders in daily fantasy football. Everyone knows that. In fact, when I look up uh, juicy props for, for a Sunday, I will often go to their rankings and see who they have as the, the highest bid on players to kind of help guide me that way. They are a tremendous resource. They are the best sports book out there. Um, just top to bottom, how great it is to use all the great deals they have. Uh, their customer service is phenomenal. I don't know what you're doing if you're not on the DraftKings Sportsbook by now, but I would highly suggest getting on it now for this Thursday nighter. New customers bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you will win $200 in free bets. That's an amazing deal. You have the Colts on a platter here. You have lots of easy, you know, should-be blowout games on this NFL slate to just win $195 in your sleep, eyes closed like that. Use promo code DMVR, and the good folks at DraftKings will match your first deposit up to $1,000. Just incredible deals all around. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Love it. Well, quarterback's an easier conversation to have because there are other positions where anyone in a fantasy league knows as soon as a running back gets a carry, he's picked up in your fantasy league. As soon as a, a running back is kind of a prominent backup to a bigger name, they are picked up. The options here will be much more limited, but there are some, and we wanted to think of this at large as more of a, more of a flex option to stream because look running back there's only going to be so much obviously adrian peterson we mentioned that that would kind of be your big waiver pickup i'm not even sure that's a great option i do love jared patterson from buffalo university i thought he looked half decent in that game um against the broncos last sunday that's a guy who's still available in a lot of leagues and, you know, McKissick, Gibson, aside from injuries, neither one really impressing too much. Patterson might get more and more shares of that backfield and be at least a name worth monitoring. Um, Ty Johnson of the Jets playing tonight would be another guy. A really impressive touchdown last week. A guy who's kind of come along. And, you know, we've talked about the Ramondre Stevenses of the world. Um, I've tossed the the name Jermichael Hasty out. Many times we've kind of been monitoring uh, Tyree Cohen, who should be back here soon. But honestly, all those guys carry a ton of risk and are, are pretty big rolls of the dice. That said, moving on to wide receiver and any other um, names you would throw out on your flex streaming options the next couple of weeks going forward. Wide receiver, yeah. I'd go. Uh, oh, go ahead, Kill. You go. Okay, yeah. Uh, Marquez Callaway with New Orleans, depending on what kind of happens there. I know it's yeah. a big of a bit of a gamble play, but he's available and he has the potential to go boom. Uh, Rashad Bateman of Baltimore, kind of depending on what happens there. I just think Lamar needs yes another pass catcher, and I think that he is going to be that guy. Uh, Michael Gallup, who is hopefully finally healthy, former Colorado State guy. If you're like me, I've just had him on IR all year because I've just kind of been hoping at some point he'll come back and, and help me out. Hasn't yet, but it could be the long play. And then maybe Darius Slayton on the Giants, depending on if he's available in your league or not. Yeah. yeah. 
wide receiver wise, I kind of like Deshaun Jackson, probably not for this week. Cause he's probably not going to be signed, but he's a free agent. He's probably going to, he's healthy. seems he's going to sign somewhere where he's going to get targets because that's why he's not on the Rams anymore. Um, I like that upside play mostly for flex. I would move one of your higher upside backups into your actual spot and play a tight end in your flex. If you really have to fill mm-hmm. it yeah. because you've got a yeah. chance at uh, at least touchdown upside there. Um, couple options at the tight end position that I like for that option. Um, Albert O this week I really like just because Noah fans out obviously, and I think Teddy and him actually have a pretty decent connection. Austin Hooper, we saw him get a couple big catches last week. I don't know, maybe there's like an Anthony Ferkser who hasn't done much this year, but you have to probably hope that Tennessee's maybe going more pass heavy than run heavy. Now that they don't have Derrick Henry, I, I don't know. Those are sort of my options. And then my guy, Pat Fryermuth, who's probably not available in your league, but if he is, you should pick him up. Yeah. Um, we've got Z throwing out people's Jones with all the OBJ stuff. I think Demetric Felton, another guy to watch. And actually Jarvis Landry returning from injury recently, kind of at the same time, OBJ, he might still be available in some of your leagues um just because he people's hasn't scored Jones a is, ton of points people's jones is questionable just so people are like, i mean unlimited in practice the last couple of days that's but the, that's a classic streaming situation so that's the deal in cleveland is like no one's healthy these days um on your tight end talk i'd throw out uh mercedes lewis as well kale great one uh tanyan being injured he is a guy who at least you know I don't know. Of the next 10 games left, he gets you a touchdown in four. Yeah. (laughs) And you're just kind of playing the week, I guess. Right. Maybe you get lucky. Um, In general, I'd I'd stay pretty focused on Green Bay. Randall Cobb's intriguing. Uh, Valdez Scantling, though he's been kind of out. Lazard is another one to monitor. if he ever plays Amari Rogers, their intriguing rookie, I think would have a lot, but you know, not seeing much. So Cobb would be the guy I'd focus in on. I know there's some buzz about Zay Jones taking over that role for rugs and kind of being that speed factor um, in Vegas there. So just another one that you could kind of roll the dice on. Uh, KJ Osborne, a guy we talked about a few weeks ago, hasn't done a ton though for the Vikings. That is an offense that can give you touches though and can support three fantasy receivers from time to time. And he, this one league I'm sifting through, I am seeing Kevin Bourne of the Patriots still available. Now he's kind of shaky. I mean, he had 16 and 13.8 points and then just 2.8 last week. So he's not going to be the, the most uh, consistent. I, I'm sorry, Kendrick Bourne. But uh, he does seem to be the favored target for Mac Jones. So if you can find him, I would definitely um, target him heavily. Actually, Mac Jones kind of a streaming option at quarterback we didn't talk about. But it's not like he's been lighting the world on fire, though that offense is putting up points. Um, he's kind of been in the mid to low teens. He could be an intriguing option there. Love yeah, it. all of the above. Let's uh, let's hit some of these comments because I know Zach's active here, telling us he likes Renfro more than Zay Jones. Um, I do as well, but in, I don't. I doubt he's available. Yeah. In P 
PPRs especially. Renfro has been one of those top performers. Um, honestly, of all the names we've made, I think easily the most high upside is Rashad Bateman. Oh, easily, easily. I'm if he's still available in your league, I'm I'd be shocked. But if he is, I just him. added him in the in the middle of the show. Oh, I'm. I, I got lucky I though. I corrected. I I did not. I did not expect to see him. I mean, guys, you you just never know. Like Alexander Madison's available in one of these leagues that I'm sifting through and looking at. That makes um, no sense, but okay. No, with with the injuries at running back, it's <laughs> absurd that someone like that would still be available. That that really goes, uh, you know, goes to show you how different leagues can uh, can be, no matter what, you know. Um, do we want to get into this trade scenario that Z threw out for yeah, us on because, the dynasty? All right. So after going three and zero, I'm now three and five, and I'm going to lose again in this league. With it being a dynasty league, I decided to play for next year. Good move. Made a big trade, and would love to hear your thoughts. You traded Lamar Jackson, Chuba Hubbard, Adrian Peterson, Lavisca Chenault, and Mike Jasicki. I got Justin Fields, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Rieger, and Dalton Shorts. Uh, uh, Justin Jefferson, Justin Fields, and Dalton Schultz make that a good trade for you alone. Um, losing Lamar sucks, but Justin Fields is probably going to be one of those guys in the next couple years anyway. I think that's a great trade. Losing Lamar sucks. Um, and in dynasties, I do think quarterbacks hair, carry a little more value because of the longevity of the position. A blue chip dynasty wide receiver just starting his career like justin jefferson's kind of the only way you can justify and swing that and then yeah some interesting rolls of the dice on guys like ceh fields Raygar, and even schultz um i hate I like giving up lamar i hate giving I up lamar. Yeah. uh and and chanel this guy who's had a, a nice season but you know you're probably selling high on chuba obviously being able to flip Adrian Peterson from street free agent in a dynasty is like genius stuff. And I'm not a Gusecki believer. Neither am I, especially in dynasty, but that's okay. I think I was kind of a throw in. Yeah, that's true. But this is kind of of the season where you start to assess, well, do I still want to be in the hunt or is it time to punt on this season and kind of start anew and, uh, Trades like that can be intriguing. And while it does suck to, to you know, burn your best player when you do that, you want to make sure you can add, you know, four or five building blocks. And that's what Zoo was able to do that. Justin Jefferson's going to be a 30-point-a-week wide receiver one for the next, like, seven years, though. Yeah. I mean. So, like, <laughs> it's like yeah. getting Devontae Adams five years ago. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not sorry for you, Zach. Like I, you're right. Losing, losing Lamar sucks, but I think that's a good trade. The only thing that worries me, and I guess you could use this as a selling point too, is that he's not going to be under Matt Nagy anymore. Is just the uncertainty of the Bears mm-hmm. franchise and like where mm-hmm. is the direction of the offense heading? Who are they bringing in? If you they kidding, man. if they botch this, you know, maybe they go they hire a Vic Fangio type defensive minded, and they bring in an eighty year old offensive coordinator. Right. You know, like that can really derail that type of stuff. And I think Lamar and, and Baltimore, they've kind of hit their, hit their prime in terms of like, they know what works well. They've drastically improved the passing offense. 
I, I'd be hesitant. As much as I love adding everybody, I know you already made the deal, but just my honest assessment, I, I'm a little worried about what you lost at QB, but you, you got a haul, and that's how these 100%. trades work, right? Like you're always going to be mm-hmm. upset with a little bit with what you gave up unless you just completely job someone on a trade, and that's rarely how it works. So Especially you got to give dynasty. something to get something. Yeah, hit us with any start-sit questions you have, Trey. We'll stay on for another few minutes because I want to hit uh, streaming options on defense before we leave. Um, but just to, to rebuttal to your point, that's that's great. That is how you sell it, you know? Uh, like as you're trying to add Dalton Schultz, you're saying, look, we don't even know who the coach will be for Fields next year. Could change the scheme and totally take his value away flip side is they hire someone like greg roman or whatever the guy calling plays for lamar just get it right <laughs> right we're, it's a we're taking off win yeah. right so it's uh it, it is a roll of the dice with these non-established players one way or another but what i've learned from dynasty is like you'll be sur- surprised how much these assets appreciate pretty quickly over the years you know um I mean, I took Jalen Hurts like in like the last round of you know our rookie draft a couple of years ago because nobody wanted him, thought he was sure. gonna you know play, and he's been my QB one all year. So you just never oh, know yeah. how those things are gonna change. And Jalen Hurts might not be a QB one next year. So dynasties all over the place. Right, hundred percent. Worst case, you can always flip fields next year if it's looking like oh, I'm not sure I like this. He'll still have enough value and intrigue at that point where it's like we'll just go out and get somebody else, but. It could totally pan out for you. Okay, let's let's hit these questions first. I, I don't know. Looking at it right now, it almost seems like there is a clear, obvious number one choice for streaming defense this week. Like usually, we could chat about several different ones. It's the Patriots this week. It's the Patriots. I was gonna say, if not, it's the Dolphins. Yeah, like, those are both good choices. Automatic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's hit these fellas uh so trey says perfect got two full ppr flex one eli mitchell chase edmonds khalil herber or Pittman. and that's eli eli threw me off but that's elijah mitchell the running back for the niners he's just abbreviating elijah um i like herbert Cleo Herbert. I was going to say Michael Pittman. I like Michael Pittman a lot. He's really looked like the product coming out of USC the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Pittman's coming on in a major way. I think he'll have a big night. So he's definitely someone I'm locked in on. Edmonds can be so wishy-washy and him uh, and yeah, Mitchell. He's in the end zone so often it. for them. Bro. And if, if you only saw his highlights on like red zone, you think he's the next like CJ2K, you know, like he's insane. He's just not consistent. And then Herbert, Monday night against the Steelers. I I would go that front's playing really well. I'd go the safest options, and those feel like flex one, huh? I'm going Khalil Herbert. That's what I would do. I'll go Pittman. I'll go Pittman. I'm sticking with PPR. Herbert. Mm. I like that you get the potential of rush yards, and P- and he's good for four or five catches a night. He's one of their biggest red zone oh, targets. Man. But Pittman, I think it probably has the highest ceiling, right? This would for be sure. a floor play. Or Edmonds, maybe. I guess he could always go off, but then you're gambling on him having one of those like 40-yard touchdown plays, 
which very well could happen, but you just never know. Yeah. And then the second one coming in from Trey, Flex One, Elijah Mitchell, James Conner, Miles Gaskin, or Mark Andrews. <laughs> Mark Andrews? He's Andrews Lamar's, is so cool. he's Lamar's number one target. He's oh, good yeah. for 10 to 12 points a week, more if he scores a touchdown. <sighs> yeah. I mean, my only other pause would be James Conner, who's been just getting he's in the great. end zone yeah. at will and kind of look like the perfect complement to that, like, spread out, finesse, speedy offense. Um, it's almost What's weird is he almost doesn't – it's almost like he fits better next to Rondale Moore in a backfield than anything else just because of their size, but I, oh, we won't get into the weird – He looks like lean and mean with that number six, man. Um, but, yeah, I got to go with you guys on Mark Andrews. I think just barely – I'll give him the edge on James Conner, but James Conner, I mean, he's, he's been really consistent. The last six weeks, he's only had one week where he didn't go double digit points and he still had 9.2 against Cleveland um, over 15 and two of those games. Like he's, he's putting up some, I don't know, nice Dre, production. you might've just talked me into James Conner just cause I like his touchdown potential more. Yeah. But- well, that's the thing. Well, Mark Andrews too, as good as Andrews is, you are rolling the dice on him getting in the ends. Like, all these tight ends. That's just kind of the dealio as as Kale was hinting at earlier. Um uh, yeah. quick chiming in on this. Z could have gotten Lamb instead of Jefferson. I like Jefferson more. Yeah, it, it's a more delineated, like we know you can produce in that offense. Lamb, you know, as long as Amari Cooper and Gallup and Schultz are in there and Zeke and Tony Pollard, you will always be concerned of how much. What what percentage of that offense can he guarantee you? Jefferson's just one of those, like, don't get me wrong. CeeDee Lamb's awesome, and he has big play potential. He's one of the more explosive guys to watch with the ball in his hands. But Jefferson's just one of those dudes that can moss you in a way that, like, a lot of receivers can't. He The contested catches, he's got great hands, he's tough. And he plays with some swag. I know CeeDee does too, but I don't know. I'm I'm all in. Maybe it's... Maybe it's just the Vikings nostalgia and thinking about like OG Randy Moss that that has me excited. But I love him. I love I love watching Justin Jefferson play. He was um I, I think it's so funny the revisionist history that happens through all this. We probably should have looked at Justin Jefferson being like an All Pro as a rookie, and then like just looked at us and gone, you know the the wide receiver who was clearly better than Justin Jefferson when they played together in college. Maybe he'll be good in the NFL. I don't know. <laughs> probably should have thought that. <laughs> preseason was weird remember because he had like a so, bunch of drops in preseason so and everyone was like what is going on even you know even i found myself questioning it and then week one he just goes out and does this thing it's like oh yeah he's really good can get some good value on connor two plus touchdowns on DraftKings, number one in the world awesome guys this was a blast chat was awesome thank you all for participating for tuning in we'll be back next week Best of luck. Get those rosters finalized and submit those lineups now before Thursday night. Jets Colts starts here soon. Uh, Fellas, thank you. Best of luck to you on your fantasy teams this week. We'll catch you next week.